KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. The holiday season is special for kids. It's a time of year where memories are made for them, but things will be different this year in the midst of the COVID 19 pandemic. So how do you handle that with your kids? What questions should you be asking them? How do you approach discussions about what to expect? To dig into this, we reached out to Dr. Jennifer Rich. She is an assistant professor of sociology at Rowan University in Glassboro, New Jersey. Give a listen. So before we kind of hone in on the holiday season, how much of a challenge do you think the last nine, ten months overall have been for the youngest generation, our kids, you know, and I'm sure that's a question that every age, every group probably has a different answer. But overall, how much has all they've seen from the sidelines and experience kind of put an imprint, you think, on them? I think that we can take all of the pandemic fatigue we're feeling as adults and know that our kids are feeling something that's very similar, if not the same. And they're feeling the same sort of fatigue with their routines being changed, um, being indoors more than usual, and filtering it through a lens of lack of understanding, right? It's hard for us, I think, to understand what's been going on, to understand the consequences of the pandemic that are still ongoing, to recognize that nine months later, we're still in the same situation as we were in April and know that our kids feel the same way, but understand it even less than we do. So I think that our kids are struggling. I think the bright side is, if there is one, Maybe our kids will be more resourceful, able to figure out what to do when they're bored, able to entertain themselves a little bit differently or come up with creative solutions to problems because they're inside. I don't think there's actually a bright side to the pandemic, but I think if we're looking for a silver lining, perhaps our kids are learning resilience in a different way than than they were before. So now let's zero in. This is usually a really exciting and fun time for for most people. But uh, things are going to be different this year, regardless of how you celebrate, regardless of what you celebrate. So how do you think you start to explain to children, let's just start that, you know, we're not going to have everybody over and that's okay nothing's you 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 try to maintain the excitement that you don't want to put that flame out but also let them understand that we're in a different place than we've been for for this time of year or any time in the past i would start by asking kids what they expect this holiday season what do they think the holidays might look like what do they think is going to be different is there anything they're excited about the holidays being different this year um You might find out, for example, that one of your kids really hated going to lots of Christmas events and is sort of living their best, you know, introvert life at home. Um, You know, or or maybe you get kids saying, we always have, you know, turkey at at grandma's house. And since we can't go this year, maybe we can make this instead. Um, And so... uh, while I don't think it's going to be a rosy conversation, I think talking to the kids, seeing where they are, 
it's going to be a different conversation if kids say, what do you mean it's going to be different this year? And if they say, well, it'll be just like Thanksgiving or my birthday and it's going to be our family and it's going to be quiet this year. I think that gives you the information as a parent that you need to have the rest of the conversation well. Also finding out what, what if anything, they see as being positive about this and certainly asking them also, what feels hardest about this for you? Because then there are lots of ways you can start to build on anything that feels okay and find alternatives for whatever feels to be most challenging. How do you approach questions? And I'll just come from the idea with me, with Christmas and our Christmas. How do you approach the concept of Santa Claus in a worldwide pandemic? How do you approach, we do the elf on the shelf in our house. You know, we don't know where the elf's going when he leaves at night. Like, it sounds kind of uh, flippant, but these are important topics i think that i feel like we're kind of in a minefield with talking about this stuff of where we go too far in any direction what would be your advice how would you approach i think there are probably two options that i can think of um the first is fall back on on what I'm making air quotes, you know, what the science tells us. And Dr. Fauci has said on on record that Santa and the elves have special innate immunity and are safe from coronavirus, um, which I think is is one answer. And I think the fact that we have arguably our nation's top medical advisor um, helping us understand that that Santa and the elves are special is is one way to handle it. I think we can also tell kids who are used to social distancing that Santa and the elves are social distancing up at the up at the North Pole. They've been quarantining. They're still social distancing, though, and therefore there might be fewer elves up on the North Pole right now making fewer presents, which leads into, if you need it, a conversation about why gifts might be um, uh, pared down this year. So I think there are a couple of ways to handle it. Um, Certainly reassuring kids that Santa and the elves and the reindeer are safe and healthy, and we don't need to worry about about their health, I think is is most important. One one thing we don't want to do is make kids even more fearful about this time by having them worry about Santa. We did something... We had one day our elf quarantined and he showed up in a Tupperware container with a little note that said he was quarantining. Is that something, you know, I, I think he did it for fun, but, uh, is it, should we separate the real world from this stuff or is it good to work in and kind of normalize, I guess, going along with your previous answer? Yeah, you know, uh, look, we all know our our own kids best. Um, I think that normalizing what's going on as best we can is really important, right? It's uh, having your elf quarantine is modeling really good habits for kids. And, you know, when we come from somewhere else, if we're seeing other people, it's really important to, to be safe and to keep the people that we 
watch and love and, and live with safe. And so I think the more figures who are able to, to sort of model that appropriate pandemic behavior, the better off we are. And, you know, maybe the elf doesn't leave your house at night the way he normally might. But instead this year, you know, everyone gets their own, their own elf. You know, I think there are lots of ways to, to help kids think about that. But I think continuing to stress the fact that there's good and healthy behavior during the pandemic, we follow it. And so does everybody who's going to be involved with Christmas, including Santa, is really important. You referenced this in an earlier answer, but there are a lot of people hurting financially and a lot of people that find themselves in situations they've never been before. So when it comes to the the concept of presence, once again, however you celebrate, and you know that, you know, if you get a list of 10 things from your six-year-old and, you know, seven of them just aren't realistic given where you are, what, how would you, how do you approach to keep the magic of the holiday alive, still make them happy, but also kind of set the table that things are difficult? I think, you know, as I suggested a little bit in, in an earlier answer, I think we can use social distancing as, as one way to explain this with little kids, right? The, the kids that are gonna have a hard time understanding a different answer or if you don't want as a parent to talk to your kids about the money involved in Christmas. Um, I think we can talk about fewer else being able to make presents this year um, because they're keeping us healthy for, for next year and for future, for future holidays. Um, I think with older kids who certainly still look forward to, to their presence, I think there we can talk about new traditions and new ideas and the fact that there's one, you know, maybe there's one special present this year instead of seven or eight or 10 or three, whatever you might normally do in, in a year. There's one special present or, you know, perhaps you do a, a a secret Santa where everybody in, in the family gives the gift to one person and, and think about it that way. Um, but I think getting creative this year, thinking about what you can do and helping kids understand that with both um, celebration size and family uh, and presence, things are gonna be a little bit different this year so that next year and every year after that can be safe and celebratory the way we've been used to. And kind of looking at this on the other side, do a lot of people, do we not give kids enough credit for understanding kind of the, the world around us? And cause I mean, frankly, I have an eight year old and he's the most cognizant of, of things of, of all of us. Could we be pleasantly surprised in how, many times the kids approach us about this stuff? Absolutely. I think that's such such a great point. I think the idea that 
our kids know what's happening, right? They've heard us talk about it. They've seen the changes in our habits. They have seen their worlds shift. They might be in virtual school now or hybrid school or playdates or sports are limited. And they know that the world is different, right? Maybe a parent, one or both parents are working more than they did before because of the nature of their jobs. Or perhaps we have, you know, parents who are home now and and unemployed and our kids see that and feel it. And so I think going back to that idea of asking kids first what they expect this year will be surprising in lots of ways, right? Our kids are going to know that holidays are different and assuming that we're talking to them regularly about there being a post-pandemic world one day, might not be this school year, you know, kids tend to think in terms of, of school years, might not be by, you know, Christmas, it might not be by the end of the school year, but we're going to get there. And helping them to focus on staying safe right now, being generous right now, to help us move more easily to this post-pandemic holiday season a year from now, hopefully, is really important. And just to wrap up as we kind of take a step back, uh, and this is kind of going hand with our first question, I, but I mean, we've seen racial injustice on top of a pandemic, on top of economic anxiety, uh, on top of uh, changed traditions across the board. You talked about kids being resourceful, but is this going is this going to be kind of a watershed year for this generation? I mean, let's hope it can't get much worse years down the road, but uh, will this will this year kind of uh def- I don't want to say define, but help help kind of shape what these kids see, believe and think? Absolutely. Um I think that these kids are going to remember those enough who, you know, kids who are sort of beyond toddlerhood are going to absolutely look back, think about where they were during this time, what happened to their family, what they saw in the news and in their neighborhoods, and hopefully will um, grow into adults that want to create a more equitable, safe, healthy world um, in a way that our generation hasn't done for them. And um, while I wish my own kids and all of our kids didn't have to go through what they're going through now, my hope for them is that they're able to take this and do some good when they're old enough to make change. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.